Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 28 in Be With Me in the Book of 1 Corinthians. I'm going to title today, A Call to Slavery. A Call to Slavery. And I'm doing that just to get people riled up. Uh, The word that we're going to be looking at in the New Testament is two things. First is, what what are we called to in this passage? And the second thing, which is sometimes translated as slavery, it's the Greek word uh, doulos, also translated perhaps more accurately as bond servant. So we're going to learn about both of those words today. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17. So listen for uh, the calling and listen for slavery or bondservant. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. Was anyone at the time of his call already circumcised? Let him not seek to remove the mark of circumcision. Was anyone at the time of his call uncircumcised? Let him not seek circumcision. For neither circumcision counts for anything or nor uncircumcision, but keeping the commands of the Lord. Each one should remain in the condition in which he was called. Were you a slave, a bondservant, a doulos, when called? Do not be concerned about it. But if you can gain your freedom, avail yourself of the opportunity. For he who is called in the Lord as a slave, bondservant, doulos, is a freedman of the Lord. Likewise, pay attention to this, he who was free when called is a slave, a bondservant, a doulos of Christ. You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves of men. So, brothers, in whatever condition he was called, let there be, let him remain with God. So the easy, the nice word in this is a calling. What is the Lord calling you to? Well, here, here's, you know, uh, the principle is we are called to a person. We're called to a trinity. We're called to a Lord. And uh, therefore, we're called to a life that the, uh, that the Lord is in. The Lord is in our life. And he's given a assignment. He has given us as a, a, a present uh a calling, a, a task to do. He's called us to a people. He uh, he mentions here that this is his rule in all the churches, that individuals, when the Lord calls you to himself, he always calls you to uh, a church, to a people group, to a, to a people to walk with. And he's calling you to some task within it, some leading, if you will. And uh, it's going to be manifested by living the life he wishes and keeping his uh, commandments. So that's the that's the fun word in the passage. That is calling. The second word in some of your Bibles will translate it as slavery. So the, there's, a, there's a Greek word um, that we're going to be looking at, which is bondservant. So what does the New Testament elsewhere say about slavery? Well, it is not endorsed. And here, in fact, as a side note, it encouraged bond servants to work towards getting their uh, freedom. So we know this is not uh, uh, the same concept as, let's say, North American uh, slavery. And elsewhere in the New Testament, specifically 1 Timothy 1.10, uh, slavery is condemned. So I'll just read that for you. The law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and the disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners. Then he lists a whole list of, of sins, and one of them is enslavers. And then he finishes with liars and perjurers 
and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. So the Bible says that enslavement is contrary to sound doctrine. So let's just discard uh, what we think of as, uh, let's say, North American slavery off the table. But bondservant, the Lord loves this term. And it's an important term to know because the New Testament loves the concept and this isn't the only place we're going to have it. So we're, let's separate uh, earthly bondservantness, where Paul says, if you can, work your way out of it, and then spiritual bondservantness. And that is one thing we need to sort of get our arms wrapped around. So uh, let's talk about bondservants. So it's an economic arrangement where people were permitted to work for pay, uh, entrusted often with significant responsibilities, and uh, often saved enough to buy their freedom. And in fact, here he is encouraging people as if you're a bondservant and you can save enough, then do do this and gain your freedom. That's called being a freedman. And many times those freedmen would continue to work for the the uh, previous bondservant uh, uh, person called the patron and often took their name and marked their ear with a uh, a symbol that they were going to be committed to this uh, person. So I, I'm sure that, like all things in human, that this had its uh, abuses. Uh, so, but earthly slavery is not the main point of this passage. He's, in fact, he's saying if if you're in an earthly bond situation, try to get positionally free. The point of the passage is spiritual slavery. That is the point of the passage, and that is that every believer is bought and purchased. Every believer is not their own. It even says in the previous. Uh, uh, page, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. And again, here, you were bought with a price. So we are, the big point of the passage is, we are bond servants of Christ. That is indebted, profoundly indebted, overwhelmingly. So the Bible does condone, approve, endorse, and demand and recognize slavery but it is slavery and liability to Christ, to the Lord. And it is a debt we cannot repay financially because we're bought with precious coin. That is the blood of the Lord. It cannot be escaped geographically. Jonah proved that. It cannot be earned. It has to be given. And what is our response to this is just pure worship. So the Bible does call people to slavery. Every believer, it caused slavery. That is being owned by the Lord, paid for at a high price. And and as we bristle of this, remember, we have the best master who's done everything for our good. Uh, everything from creation to coming down to saving us. So the, the point here, this, this passage, I think, is that the New Testament loves bondservant, the concept of bondservant. And it is a great way that we should be continuing to think of ourselves. So we should be thinking ourselves as slaves of Christ. We should be thinking of ourselves as doulos of Christ. We should be thinking ourselves as bondservants. It's a concept that the New Testament loves, but particularly in association of the believer to his Lord. Thank you for listening.